The journey into first-time home ownership is, I mean, it's just about as scary as it gets. It can be very, very complex. You have to deal with very aggressive real estate agents. You have to deal with the banks. You have to try and understand all your mortgage options. You have to understand about different um, mortgage structures, fixed, variable. You need to look at amortization schedules. You need to look at your own finance. It's a, it's a lot of work. So trying to do this on your own, can be very, very daunting, can be very stress-filled. Um, I've known people to come to work crying to me saying, I need a day off because of such and such. Uh, <laughs> it can tear you apart. So this is where the expertise of a really good broker really makes the difference, right? They are the beacon of guidance and efficiency. They're professionals, not only in the process, but they can understand your wealth. They can look at your financial situation. They can look at your long-term journey, what you're trying to achieve. The best part is that they're free. Now, before I get on with this episode, a reminder that I have a Patreon page where you can read articles, you can download spreadsheets, get internet resources, you can watch tutorial videos, and you can even chat with me if you have a question about your particular situation, you have ideas for the podcast, and on and on it goes. Feel free to reach out. It's free to join, so sign up today. The link is patreon.com forward slash jellyman underscore investing. Lastly, a disclaimer that I'm not a financial advisor. Please consult with a professional before making any financial decisions on with the episode. So what is a real estate broker? So a real estate broker is it's not just an intermediary in property transactions, but they're a really pivotal figure when it comes to your journey towards home ownership. So you really want to choose a good, reputable broker. It's very similar to selecting a life partner for marriage. If you choose badly, it's a life of stress and fighting and arguments. And if you choose uh, very well, it's a life of joy and being able to solve problems together and work together and being able to reach those milestones. So not all brokers are created equal. Some are better than others. Some are terrible with communication. Some don't explain things to you, especially if you are brand new to the property game and you really don't understand how any of this stuff works. Having a broker that really takes their time and explains your options and says, well, this is happening in the economy right now. I actually suggest you don't buy Right. Or maybe you should lower your borrowing or, you know, when they advise you so that you're not under financial stress after buying the house or you're being paired up with banks that are just absolutely horrible, that they've had bad experiences with, or you're not getting really, really good rates. I mean, the list goes on on what a broker can do for you. So a really proficient broker knows how to deal with these rates. You know, they know how to get favor favorable rates. They know how to do all the paperwork with the banks. They know how to look at your finances properly. You know, not, not overestimating or underestimating exactly your financial position. You know, because if, for example, they make it look like to the banks that you have far more purchasing power, or much higher financial strength than you do, the banks will give you more money. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to use all that up which then could lead to financial stress, right? So they want to they they can manage those risks for you. They can educate you on economic changes like I mentioned before. So for example, when covid happened, when there were lumber shortages, when there were chain when there were changes in the builders with a lot of them going out of business, I was actually advised and a few of my friends said, "Just wait, build your savings, and when the time is right, we're going to kick things into gear." So I mean, for a broker to put you before their profit, that is key. You know, those are the signs that you have a good broker. The other thing that they do, which 
you may not have access to as an individual is they will know about government programs. They'll know about builders' grants or um, special um, kind of, I don't want to say rates, uh, like packages. For example, avoiding LMI, so lender's mortgage insurance, or have, being able to drop your deposit from 10% down to 5%, or they can get you extra money for renovations or whatever it might be. They're the experts in this kind of stuff. So the best way to kind of, in my opinion, to find a good broker isn't to go online and say top brokers. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to work. The best way I found to do it is ask your friends, ask your colleagues, because you know what? If someone has a good broker, they will not shut up about them. Because they had such a great experience that they go, well, we it was so easy for us. We want you to have the same experience. Check out my broker. And um, if you have a broker that is practically their entire business comes from referrals, um, then you know that they're good because they, they, I mean, they almost don't even have to advertise they're that good. The business just comes in because they just take care of their clients. Another thing you'll find is with the really good clients is even after you've purchased a house, they will stay in touch with you. My broker still reaches out from time to time saying, hey, if you want to refinance, hey, with your current interest rate, this, hey, there's like a new property um, in this area, or there's a new development in this area, it's going to be available in however many years. I know in your journey, you said you wanted to be an investment, uh, you wanted to invest in real estate. So things like that, where they see you as a lifelong customer is key. So it takes probably, like take time to find a broker rather than rushing in to buy a house. Because if you buy a house with a crap, I think actually buying a house with a crappy broker is worse than buying a house with no broker in some respects, because they actually make the situation more stressful. They put you in situations where you're like, I, I didn't agree to this. Right. And I've had a lot of my friends had have these kinds of experiences where one was saying she was going to lose a huge proportion of her deposit because of box wasn't ticked or they didn't agree to something or their uh, broker wasn't getting in touch with her about agreements or paperwork. And so the paperwork became expired and then they had to go back in and then they lost chance in the house. All these things, like if you have a terrible broker, it just makes the situation even more complicated than it already is. So let's go through some of the key responsibilities of a broker, especially for first time purchases, purchases, purchasers, right? So they have really good market knowledge and property identification. So they offer insights into the real estate market and they can assist in finding the right property for you. So it's not necessarily your, you know, forever home, but it may be the property that leads you to a forever home whilst managing your risk so you don't go absolutely mental after buying the house. Um, they can provide financial guidance and price negotiation. So brokers can actually look at um different financing options they can look at well you know the real estate agent saying it's 700 but i'm telling you there's x number of properties in the same area with the same structure you can probably offer 630 and you might get it so things like that they can probably say uh, they can probably help you with those well they can assist with property viewing and evaluation so they can arrange the viewings they can evaluate the property's condition or hire people to help with the property's condition um, they can detect certain issues saying well, you know, this house is 600, but we're seeing a lot of issues with the plumbing and this and that. So after all is said and done, plus repairs, it could end up costing you, you know, 650. It might be a good idea to offer them 50,000 less because of these issues, right? Or, you know, 
depending on their expertise, obviously. So um, the lo- uh, second last one is legal and regulatory guidance. So brokers can navigate legal procedures, um, which are changing all the time. So there's a lot of compliance with property. So it ensures that you're doing the right thing. It ensures that the banks are doing the right thing. It ensures that the real estate agents are doing the right thing. Um so that everything is above board, everything is correct. So you're not going to have issues six months down the line saying, hey, you know, there's something illegal that happened to your property. Now you have to deal with these issues, right? Um, and then they can manage the transactions and close the deal. So they can oversee the entire process, which means if at any time you're like, well, they some the bank sent me this to sign. Can you have a quick look? They can sort things out in terms of having a look saying, yep, not you're all good to sign this. Okay. Now, I will also mention with a broker, if there are things you don't know during the process that don't seem right, or like the real estate agent goes, oh, here's a contract, just sign it. Don't sign anything. Don't do anything. Always consult with your broker. So if a conveyancer says, hey, we've just sent you these forms, can you just sign them off, right? They'll. There's going to be a lot of entities that just say, oh, yeah, just sign it off. Oh, here, or the banks will give you an offer. It's like, oh, yeah, just sign it off. Always check with your broker. Your broker is your um, teammate when it comes to these matters. They're the ones that are going to verify every step of the way to make sure everything's okay. And if they're not the ones to do it, they're going to have people in their team that can do it. So whether that's going to be a conveyancer or someone that specializes in a certain part of the process or someone that deals specifically with the banks, whatever it might be, that's what they're there for. So don't be scared to ask. Um, because after all, you're spending hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on a house. You want to make sure that you get this part right. Now, I'm going to go through a few uh, other parts of the benefits of a broker. Right? They have expertise and experience. So they've bought houses before. They know the areas. So if you're coming in there for the first time, you have access to someone who's done this numerous times. They, they've seen it all most likely. And then there's the time and stress reduction. There is so much stress already to deal with. Anyone that can come in and just help you carry that load, especially through negotiations, I mean, going through legal paperwork, looking at different conditions, and there's a lot of paperwork. There is a lot. So just having someone there to help you of like, this is the things you're going to expect over the next month in terms of things to sign. These are the schedule. This is how long the bank's going to take. And then it gives you an idea of, how thing, how long things should take, how difficult certain things should be. So if they don't fall within that kind of framework, then you know something's wrong that you need to look into. They also have a professional network. So they have people, not just other brokers, but people who can deal with different aspects of the property. So for example, if there's some sort of engineering issue, maybe they know a guy. Um, if you need a conveyancer, which you definitely will, they'll have someone that they can recommend I personally would never, ever take on anyone that the real estate agents recommend. No offense to real estate agents, but we need to make sure that whoever is checking or doing any work for you, right, works for you and that they don't work for the real estate agent, right? Because there are situations where the real estate agent is like, oh, I got a guy that can check the property. We don't know if that's his cousin, his kid, his dodgy friend. We don't know. So making sure that the people working in our team are independent from the real estate agents, independent from the banks, ensures that they're working for our side. Um, And lastly, representation and 
advocacy. So that's a really big keyword. They will advocate for your interests, especially if you're someone who's a little bit soft-spoken, you know, you, and you have bankers <laughs> trying to kind of pressure you or real estate agents trying to pressure you. They're there to advocate for you and make sure that no one does that kind of stuff to you, right? It may happen, but like that's the job of a broker to make sure that they secure a deal like the good brokers because really good brokers understand that if they secure you this house and you have a really great experience, not only will you recommend them, but also when you buy another house for yourself or for your children or something like that, you're going to go to them. That's what the good brokers do. Okay, so with all those thoughts in mind, for first-time buyers, and I would recommend at any time you're going to be buying a house, always get a broker. They are free. They don't get paid by you. They get paid by the banks when you secure the loan. So when you say, yep, okay, we're going to go with this bank right here, the bank will pay them, right? Um and that's how it works. So, I mean, if it's for free and you get access to all this good stuff, it seem, it's like a no-brainer. So get a broker, get a good one, do your research, take your time, because they will make such a big difference in buying your first home.